Welcome back. Thank you for checking out this bonus edition of the 12 Kyle podcast. I'm 12 Kyle. Check this out. (laughs) I'm going to let you in on a little secret. In fact, if you know me, it's not necessarily a little secret. It's actually pretty obvious. When it comes to hip hop and rap. I'm not a fan of guest features. Or should I say, I'm not a fan of a bunch of guest features. (laughs) If you had a chance to check out uh, the podcast that uh, me and my man Eclectic did, um, it was on the 25 greatest guest feature versus a list that came out on this website, this hip hop website. And he and I broke it down basically. And, um, you know, I just... Even on that particular podcast, uh, check it out. It's on uh, Encyclopedia Hip Hop Podcast, um, which is E's podcast. You can find that anywhere you get your podcast. Um, I'm just I'm not a fan of of guest features, and I didn't really get into a lot of detail on that particular podcast because we had a list to go through. But I wanted to take <laughs> a few moments to. Uh, tell you why because a couple of people did hit me up on Twitter and ask you know why I wasn't a fan of this or fan of that I'm just not a fan of a lot of guest features on rap albums um, and I've never been a, a, a fan of it and there's several reasons why and I figured you know on this bonus edition I could tell you exactly why I don't like that shit <laughs> um, I guess Part of it comes from the era in which I came from, the old school era of hip hop. And in the old school, my thoughts were, you know, kind of very similar to a lot of people from the old school era is that, you know, for one, when it comes to your album, I came to hear you. I don't care about hearing about anybody else. It's just is and that sounds simple, but it's actually it it actually makes sense when you think about it. I mean, because if you came to if they, let's let's say that there's a new 12 Kyle album coming out. <laughs> Your man 12 Kyle has a hip hop album coming out and you hear about it. You're going to want to hear me. Now, if I said, okay, yeah, there's a new 12 Kyle album coming out and it's 12 tracks and of the 12 tracks, 10 will have guest features. The reality is that's not a 12 Kyle album. It's a compilation. (laughs) It's a soundtrack. It's not my album. And I think a lot of times in today's hip hop game, rap game, that's what is being pushed as an album. But it can't be a solo album if you've got a gazillion guest features on it. Um, But yeah, my first thought is like, yeah, I came to hear you. I don't want to hear nobody else or I'm not necessarily opposed to hearing someone else, but it needs to be few and far between. Um, 
I just that idea of having a bunch of people on your album doesn't make it sound like it's authentically your album. It makes it sound like the album belongs to everybody. And that's not the case. Um, another thing, like, from the old school era of thought and process, um, you really didn't do a lot of music outside of your crew. So, like... I'll use, I don't know, let's use like Run DMC, right? One of the, arguably one of the greatest hip hop groups of all time. There weren't going to be a lot of guest features on any of their albums because one, you came to hear Run DMC. <laughs> you didn't hear the, you didn't hear it. You didn't come here to, to listen to Run DMC and friends. <laughs> so like, you really didn't do a lot of, and you could, this is documented. I mean, like you didn't have a lot of hip hop or rap that was being done and the music and any music came outside of the crew that, that it was. So from like the early eighties into, I want to say the, maybe the early nineties, um, yeah, you, you, you didn't have, you know, <laughs> you weren't going to have like native tongues, which was that the crew of a tribe and De La Soul, uh, Queen Latifah, Moni Love and so forth and so on. You wouldn't have like De La Soul doing uh, a song with N.W.A. <laughs> now, that, that didn't mean, it didn't mean that they were, they had beef. It didn't mean that they couldn't go on tour together because they did. But, you know, it just wasn't, you weren't going to tune into a De La Soul album and hear Ice Cube. It's just, it wasn't going to happen. Um, you know, you you were never going to listen to an LL Cool J record and have Luke Skywalker on it. <laughs> or Uncle Luke, as many of you know him. Um, honestly, if you did that in rap back then, people would kill you. Like, it, that just didn't happen. And the reason being is because at that particular time, up until like the early to mid 90s, rap was really, 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 really regional. Right. So if you were from New York, you know, the people that probably listened to your music was from that area, the tri-state area. If you were from L.A., the people that primarily listened to your music was, you know, the people in California um, and that's not to say that you could not go outside of your realm of your region because obviously people did because <laughs> NWA found its way to my hometown of Florence South Carolina that being said but NWA didn't make an album for the homies in Florence <laughs> it they made an album that sounded like Compton or sounded like you know Watts or wherever um but yeah, cats really didn't work with dudes outside of their region until like the mid to late nineties. Um, East and West started to collab. Um, probably more after the East Coast, the, the quote unquote East Coast West Coast beef, and y'all y'all know how I feel about that term. Um, you know the North. MCs and the Southern MCs, 
it wasn't until like the mid to late 90s that they even collabed. I mean, like you would have never heard, you know, like I said, Luke on a damn LL record or a public enemy record. Uh, it just wasn't happening. Um, like I remember Outkast uh, doing Skew It on the Barbie with Raekwon. Like that was pivotal, I think, uh, in bridging the gap between the South and the North. Um, but honestly, you just, you, and another thing about the old school, like, I'm going to state the obvious, but there really weren't a lot of guest features because, especially in the old school, rap was so competitive that, to be honest, you didn't want somebody getting on your own joint and tearing you up. You know what I'm saying? You didn't want somebody to outwrap you on your album, on your song. You know, and that that's like one of the most. And and I hear younger hip hop fans that I speak with and tweet with all the time. They talk about this all the time. They're like, "Yo, man, did you hear Drake on that? I don't know, Lil Johnny's album. Man, Drake killed it. And so it becomes about Drake and not Lil Johnny." whoever little Johnny is, but you get my point. So no, so no, I would never want there to be a 12 Kyle album and eclectic gets on my album. Cause you know, he going to be on my album. I would never want eclectic to get on my album and out rap me on my own album. <laughs> and, and I, I think we're good enough friends to where I probably fight him if I, if that ever happened. Personally, he would never outwrap me, but that's another story for another day. <laughs> um, but yeah, it, it just it it didn't happen. I mean, and that's pretty obvious. Uh, another thing about you know guest features is that there was a time when 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 you started seeing more you know guest features on albums and things of that nature where it was about being in the studio. And, you know, you I love even to this day seeing pictures of, you know, cats like Biggie and Nas in the studio together. And because we didn't have the Internet back in 1994, you know, you didn't you knew that those collabs probably happened. I mean, we knew that it happened because obviously there were there, were, there was music that subsequently came out. But to be able to see it, because, again, you know, no, Biggie didn't have Instagram <laughs> Biggie didn't have the Instagram account in 1994, so we couldn't see who he was in the studio with. We couldn't see who he was smoking with or who he was gambling with or where he was traveling to. So, you know, a lot of the stuff we found out about years later. Um, But yeah, being in the studio and just kind of vibing with each other, cats smoking and drinking or whatever the case was, um, as opposed to now, obviously with technology, you know, you can do a song and you know never meet the person you know just send an email hey i want you on this track here's the beat boom 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 okay mm, got it send it back two days later here's my version and that's it and then they cut and paste and put it together it's mixed and engineered and next thing you know you've got a song with these two artists on an album and they never met at all they never spent time in the studio they never had any time to vibe, build, or get to know each other. No studio session stories. No, you know, all, all we have is, you know, just 
bunch of emails and stuff like that. And and again, so for me, being from the old school, having an appreciation for the new school, but you know, I I love seeing the old pictures of old rappers, you know, just hanging and kicking in the studio. Um, another thing about guest features, uh, <laughs> when Nas said. To big and Eminem murdered you on your own shit. Yeah. So that was the thing. Now, granted, Ether was a diss record and he's dissing Jay-Z and he, you know, famously said Eminem murdered you. you Eminem murdered you on your own shit, which he did. But <laughs> that's beside the point. But it was a it was a it was a diss line in a song. But again, it was true. But like I said, to my point a little earlier, you know, no true MC wants to be shown up by their guest. Um, not an MC. Now, if you if we're rappers and, and I, I wish I had time to talk about the difference between MCs and rappers. Um, but, you know, when you write dope shit. You know, you want that shit to stand the test of time. Now, you know, there is, <laughs> it's been alleged that, you know, sometimes when cats have guest features, uh, maybe their guest does better than them and makes them go back and rewrite whatever it is that they wrote. Uh, don't do what LL did to cannabis. <laughs> cannabis had a, cannabis famously had a dope ass verse. LL went back and rewrote his verse and dissed cannabis in the verse and had him on the song and dissed him on his own track don't do that <laughs> um yeah i like i said i'm just not a fan of guest features a bunch of them i think on average an album should have one maybe two at the most of guest features three is pushing it you know depending on how many tracks you have on the album outside of your crew you know but i'm just not a fan of it you know and i remember uh <laughs> having this discussion with uh eclectic and i think i don't know if we talked about it online or if it was offline and um he said uh he said it's like you're having a party and people say hey who's coming over if such and such is ain't there i ain't coming and that's how people view features now like they're only going to check for the album based on how many or who the guest features are and i remember a couple of years ago you know, J. Cole famously did an album and he didn't have any guest features on it. And people were upset that he didn't have any. I'm like, it's his album. Why are you worried that, that he doesn't have anybody other than himself on his own album? Um, You know, I, honestly, I would hate to put in. Six months to a year worth of work on an album. And be judged by who else was on the album besides me. And then, you know, finally, like, I hear this a lot too, and I see it a lot on Twitter. Someone will come up with an album and they'll have a guest feature on it. And the talk will be about the guest who delivered the verse, the best verse of the album. Now imagine me, 12 Kyle, making an album and I have Rick Ross on my album and Rick Ross delivers a killer verse 
and people say, yo, that Rick Ross verse was the best verse on 12 Kyle's album. How am I supposed to feel about that? <laughs> I don't know, man. Again, it could just be me being old. Um, I'm just not a fan of it. Do your shit, write your shit, create dope shit. Have a person on or two. Um, and then that's it. Like, I, I, I remember watching a commercial this had to be like 97, 98, because I'll never forget, I was watching 106 in part, and it was a, I want to say it was a Rockefeller artist, It let's just say it was Memphis Bleak, and when they did the advertisement, they listed every single other MC that was going to be on, on the album, and then they listed every other producer that was going to be on the album, and then they famously said at the end, be sure to check it out this Tuesday, the new album by Memphis Bleak. And I'm like, shit, that, that ain't his album. That's every, that's the, the Hood's album. And that's what it's become. Even nowadays, when people, new albums are coming out. Hey, well, I wonder who's going to be on the new Kendrick album. I know, wonder who's going to be on the new Drake album. Why can't it just be about Drake or Kendrick? I would hate for my album that I've put time and effort in to be about somebody else. Because at the end of the day, I want you to listen to me, not the people who I've randomly invited. That's going to do it for me. Thank you for checking out this bonus edition of the 12 Kyle podcast. I'm your boy, 12 Kyle. I'll catch you guys next time. Five stacks.